This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Afternoon, team. Welcome back. It's the Laurie and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment as our hump day moves along. I gotta tell you, yeah. when you said that Jennifer Lopez was gonna do a Motown, Motown tribute, tribute. Yeah. this should not happen in America. Seriously. No, it's it Come on. Yeah, those are words I never thought I would read. Well, she's she's Puerto Rican. So what? She has no. That's good. But I know, but she has no affinity to the Detroit Motown scene no, at all. No it makes sense no sense. And she really can't yeah. sing very well. Yeah, well, that's, that's the, the part. Thing. That's I think it's it's stunt casting. Yeah. Oh, completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They want people to watch to see what she's going to wear, or to see what she's going to. Sound like because yep. it doesn't make any sense, and all the people who are like ready to, you know, be. I mean, I just this morning was working out to, you know, her song, I Want to Dance. I love that song. I mean, that is a good cardio workout song. Donnie, find that I want to dance. <laughs> Julia's looking at me like she doesn't oh, know. Right, you know it. It's really good. All right. I believe you. Uh, if you're having any kind of a girls' weekend, this should be part of the Getting Ready soundtrack. Got it. As you're shimming around, putting on mascara and yeah. liner and uh-huh. getting ready. It's uh-huh. just a good... You're talking about me when I go to the cabin this weekend and it's like three below zero. Does that mean you're not going to be putting on makeup and eyeliner? I don't know if we're going to go out. Yeah, you might not, but you might go to a snowmobile bar. Get out your waterproof eyeliner. Yeah, absolutely. Because you'll have your helmet on to give you really great we hair don't, we don't have all the snowmobiles anymore gosh no. that was a fun time well, in my people life people might have snowmobiles now i miss that donnie did you find yeah, I'm still, oh, okay. come on. i miss that yeah, all right okay it. by the way yes, congratulations yeah. jennifer lawrence she is getting she's married. engaged mazel mazel she's uh-huh. getting she's getting married to that art dealer dude yes. of hers his name is uh, it's such an east coast name cook maroney oh isn't that he's yes. so easy? He's an art gallerist. A gallerist. He's 33. She's 28. I like that age yes. matching. And uh, they've been dating for eight months. So they've been having hot sex. And uh, remember, she dated her first boyfriend for five years, Nicholas Holt. Yes, she did. X-Men. And also he was the kid Catch actor. Catch and release fire or whatever. But he what was, was the that? kid. Yeah. He was the kid actor in um, Nicholas Holt. Holt. J-Laws. Uh, <laughs> H O U L T. Yeah, it's a good famous in? movie. Well, we'll look it Not up. A blank. For Another crying out loud. Okay. In the meantime, right. here's Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Oh, I know this song. Glory loves this. Now, this is a good song. You know, but it's not Motown, but it's a good getting ready. Remember, she did it with Casper. He was dancing. Oh. She probably doesn't play that for A Rod. It was a sexy video. Okay. All right, Donnie, look up. Get your uh, hips moving. I mean, I feel like I've been so cabin bound 
I'm homebound lately with the weather and everything. Uh, I mean, and the driving. I'm ready to move. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the it, this is why when it finally warmed up, every place was hopping and jamming yeah. and busy this weekend no from kidding. Friday night on because we've we been, have cabin fever. We do been, have cabin fever. Anyway, so let okay. us be free. Congratulations. And, you know, so she dated the first guy, for, you know, the first boyfriend for five years. Then she did the rebound romance with her mean, crabby director from Mother Darren. Aronofsky's like 20 years yes. older. He wasn't right. And then she had a good, a good hot um, romance for just like really a perfect amount of time, like two months with Chris Martin. Was it Chris? Yeah, she yes, did. Yes, Chris Martin. All right. Yes, and she so did. Now she meets Cook and she's kind of like, uh, you know. He was in About a Boy. Yes, About a Boy. Oh, He's the boy yeah. in About a Boy. Yes. That was her long time. Yes. Her first, first serious yes. boyfriend post whoever she liked in high and school. And recently he's been in The Favorites. And X-Men. He's yeah. an X-Men. All right. Yeah, Co-star. That's, that's right. And X-Men. Mad Max. Yeah. yeah, he's been around. So anyway, Cook Maroney, Jennifer, don't change your last name unless you're doing it like I did with my first husband at the doctor and the dry cleaners. Professionally, she'll keep Lawrence. Lawrence okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I did. I changed it at the doctor and the, you know. And the dry cleaner. Well, listen. But kept it for work. Right. Priyanka Chopra mm-hmm. was, and she married Nick Jonas 17 <laughs> times in the last six yeah. months. Um, she was on Jimmy Fallon last night, and then she was on Good Morning America this morning, mm-hmm. and she had on two of the most amazing white suits. Oh, last night, beautiful. it was um, beautiful with just gold uh, embellished stars on the jacket, and she had mm-hmm. nothing on underneath. She's and she gorgeous. just She's gorgeous. And then this morning, that suit she wore on Good Morning America with the little flowers. Oh, yeah. And the blouse matched the suit. It was so stunning. They forgot to mic her before she went out, so she had a held handheld mic. Yeah. They had to mic her when she was did on the set. Did she change her name? She did. She added Jonas? She did. Is she Chope Joe? She she's <laughs> um she changed she took his last That's name. What they should be, yeah, just just legally Joe. she's Jonas. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she Took his last name because she's old school that way. And so they're maybe gonna... in the movies and TV shows, that's how she'll be billed. Chope. Chope Joe. Chope. No, it'll <laughs> be right out loud. Now you've got me all tongue twisted and tongue twisted. But that's a good nickname yes. for those two. Chope Joe. Yes. But here was the part Chope that Joe. struck me as odd. Okay. Because okay? she's so stunning. I loved her in Quantico. She's been, she was a huge movie star in India before she came here. She's already been in over 50 movies. Yeah. And um, she talked about. Gail asked her, you know, well, what's the difference now that you're married and not saying now that you've been married 17 times, but they did get to that. But she said, um, it's different. It's so different. Um, a husband than a boyfriend. And I'm like, you guys haven't even been married for more than three weeks. How can it be so different already? Because she's 36 and he's 26 and she's realized, wow, he's Kind of young. Is that it? Oh, Lord, you're <laughs> yeah, going to the now, negative. No, no, I remember. I'm not going to the negative, but she's having a realization, even though he's older in his earth years because he's been a celebrity and famous since a young age, so that makes him older. Yeah. But in many ways of the relationship, he's young. He <laughs> might be kind of fro-bro, frat-bro. And she didn't realize it because in the romance stage, you don't see frat-bro. Mm-hmm. I love, I love, I love love where this is going. It went to fro frat bro. Yeah, well, it's fro bro. People might get think I'm talking about hair frat bro. Like she realizes 
he is kind of young. She has a sophistication. She's also older than her Earth years yeah. because she... They're 50 and 35. Basically. Mm-hmm. And so she's still having the realization, whoa, he's kind of puppy-like. I've got to train him. This is what my mother and my aunties were worried do you think, about. Okay, so do you think if you started a new relationship with someone at this point in your life, let's just say hypothetically you're 50 years old, yeah. and you're starting a new relationship with someone who's never been... In a long-term relationship, never been married, but has that been is in going, long- That is going to be a fling for you. That's not going to be a long-term thing probably for you. All That's right. what I feel about that. Because on both sides, obviously the other person isn't looking for that. So this is a perfect scenario to Because you're fun. talking about training, you know, getting them yeah. you know, used to. Would you, you, you spend the effort on someone who's never been married, doesn't have kids? No. Because you know it's just going to be a fling. If you're smart, if you're not a dating toddler, you know that you cannot change this person. Well, there you go. So why did she do it? Well, well, because he's young. He's only 25. Wow. He's 26. She, I think they're in love. I'm just going to stick of with that because Julia, there's every, no reason they'd of, get married without being in love. Listen, oh, okay. even when you know it's not going to work, sometimes people are in love and get married, okay? People get married knowing it's not going to work out. Hmm. All right, I get that. They Lori, might but not I say it out loud or they just think it in the back of their mind. I think they're going to live happily ever after. It, may it be so. <laughs> and they're going to wear matching white suits with matching yeah, may blouses. May it be so. It may oh it be so. But She's we'll just, so stunning. She is. Okay, do you want to hear from Marie Kondo? It was kind of a good night on Late Night Okay, last and night. she is our... The joy... Of she's the she, decluttering, decluttering princess. Yeah. Okay, yes, let's hear. People from her. love her Netflix show, and uh, everyone people loved her book last year. People on our station have all decluttered. And I Marie asked Kondo'd. you the other day if your Farmer Brown jeans were giving sparking joy. Remember that? Yeah, and I, I know said, are those pants sparking joy. Oh, you are so mean. Is that her comment that your Spar- clothes must spark joy? Yeah, everything in your life must spark joy. That's the everything question. Everything in your life? Everything in your home. Oh, okay. I, my Does half it spark of, joy? No, it sparks. They're taking up too much hanger space because I never wear them. That's what my clothes say. Okay, then those are the it's clothes time. you get rid of. Yeah, I know. It would be my almost my entire thing. I mean, except for our work outfit, our black shirts yeah. and our jeans. Okay, here's Marie Kondo. She was on Colbert last night. Okay. Okay, with her translator. Oh, right. She's Japanese. Why do you think Americans love your philosophy and uh, your, uh, your cleaning up so much? <laughs> I think it's that, of course, we all have problems tidying our homes, but it's not just that, Stephen. We all have clutter in our hearts, and that's what needs tidying. Oh. Oh, this is why, we, this is why Americans have fallen in love with Marie Kondo. Ja- Can I just say how much I loved hearing Japanese? Japanese. Yeah. We all have clutter back, in our huh? hearts. Oh, yeah. I mean, for <laughs> the whole time we lived in Japan, everything was in Japanese. We never mm. heard anything. And I love the cadence of Japanese. I do, Japanese. too. I can it's, see why you would. It's so beautiful. And we loved watching cartoons because the anime, the cartoon was so good. It didn't matter. We could see what was going on. Okay, mm. let me just ask you something. I love that. What was the question? What was the answer? Because I was so caught up in the cadence and the translation. Everyone has problems tidying up their home. You have clutter in your heart, and that's what needs tidying up. And that's why you ask yourself, does this spark joy? And she's got the folding technique because sometimes people hang on to things 
because we think we're going to wear them again. We're going to need it. Is it it's sentimental, but is it really? So that's why the, does it spark joy in you? Okay. I'm, we're, I'm, we're very late to this game, I know, but I love listening to her. Well, I'm always organizing the reorganization and trying to declutter and then making new clutter. Yes, yeah. that's how I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, it was just, it was really, she showed him how to fold a sheet and it was kind of cheesy. How the hell do you fold fitted sheets? Well, I, you I, have to watch. Oh, I had so amazing. many people teach me. I still don't know. I'm going to watch hers. Colbert told her, I want to do everything you tell me to do. And I feel the same way. And I think based on how well, how many people have watched her Netflix Oh, people Show love it. That, uh, you know, she's she's helping America. All right, I'm going to try your sheet folding because okay. that's the one. And also, before we go, Donnie posted, uh, Billy Crystal was on with uh, James Corden last night, and they did a skit reenacting the scene from the deli from when Harry met Sally. I'll have what she's yeah. having. It's yeah. pretty cute. Yeah. It's ah. pretty cute. Uh, for those of you who missed Marie Kondo's answer, let's uh, have that for you again. Yes. そうですね。皆さんこうもちろんカタスキンなんでらっしゃるっていうこともそうだと思うんですけれども、同時にその心の中のモヤモヤ、こういったことも同時に悩んでらっしゃることも多いと思うんですよ。あ、thank you. Oh, Lori, that was so lovely. Thank you. Otherwise, domo is short, and that's why, you know, for the telephone, because they are formal. It's just mush mushy. That's the only time you say it. Mush mushy. Mush mushy. Mush mushy. It's so cute. Yeah. It really is. It is. It's a cute language. I love Japanese, and I love hearing people speak Japanese-accented English. It's quite darling. All right, listen, we come back, we got the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what, what what are you bringing us today? We're going across the pond with some uh, Kensington Palace-sanctioned gossip about Meghan Markle. She's on the cover of People magazine. And in this magazine, they're revealing that Meghan Markle wrote her father, Thomas Markle, a letter after the wedding. Now, remember last year, all the drama about Thomas Markle not showing up to the royal wedding. Was he going to? Was he not going to? Well, in this People magazine, the truth about Meghan Markle's dad, a letter she wrote him after the wedding, all of this coming from inside sources to Meghan Markle. Her friends, who are never named in any of these articles, they call her Meg, you know, just to to be close like that. Don't you agree this is all sanctioned by Meghan, Harry, the palace. And I bet Harry has been pushing because they've not had a strategy except to be silent. Yeah, I know. And she's been getting like... There's just terrible tabloid story. Day. I mean, it's been going on for months. Oh, it ha- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's been going on for months. So this longtime friend tells People Magazine about Meghan Markle and Thomas Markle. He, Thomas, knows how to get in touch with her. He, her telephone number hasn't changed He's never called. He's never texted. It's super painful because Meg always was so dutiful. I think she will always feel genuinely devastated by what he's done, not showing up to the wedding. And at the same time, because she's a daughter, she has a lot of sympathy for him. This from the friend. Mm -hmm. Now, we are getting... Uh, it's obviously coming from Kensington Palace because we're getting the text of the letter that Meghan Markle allegedly wrote to her father, Thomas, after the wedding, where she says, Dad, I'm so heartbroken. I love you. I have one father. Please stop victimizing me through the media so we can repair our relationship. Allegedly, that's what Megan wrote mm-hmm. to her dad in this I letter. That. I totally do. She sent the car after all the photos and everything came out to pick him up, to take him, because she still had hopes. She probably realized that he'd come to the wedding. But he's nervous, you know, and he doesn't feel like he fits in. OK, you get the sense that her dad is kind of a a loner, a loner. And he's been behind the scenes and maybe he thinks he doesn't. I, can you imagine going that you're going to go to the meet that family and if you don't have full bore confidence or whatever? And she, as a daughter, probably knows that this is how my dad acts out. He's always kind of a, you know, butthead when he's uncomfortable. And sells photos. But I mean, he's uncomfortable socially. He's uncomfortable all the way around. That's mm. the part of her, I bet she's like thinking. Not that she's happy with them. but Yeah, well, and like the friend says, the source says that Megan has a lot of sympathy for her father, Thomas Markle. So, you know, ugh, having all the family drama out there for everyone to mm-hmm. see. Well, speaking of family drama, Us Weekly is reporting that Hayden Panentier, she hasn't had much time with her four-year-old daughter, Kaya. This is the daughter that she had with her ex-fiance, the Ukrainian boxer, Valdemir. I can barely say his yes. name. I'm sorry. Well, you don't want to have uh, children, children with people from another, another country. country. We've talked about this endlessly. It is, yes. it is I, and, just trouble. And it's always trouble. Yes, it is always look trouble. Look at Halle Berry and that guy, yeah, the Frenchie. Yeah, look uh, at look mm-hmm. at the gossip girl lady and her Frenchie, and she lost yeah. the kids. Yeah. I mean, it is not a good thing, people. Please. Yes, so Us Weekly is reporting that her daughter is actually living in the Ukraine oh, with her what? ex-fiance. Remember, she had terrible postpartum and she had ter- Keep going, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, no, and you're exactly right, Julia. And Hayden Panettiere was very vocal about uh, experiencing severe postpartum depression. And uh, Us Weekly is reporting that the daughter is living with Vladimir in the Ukraine and that the daughter is being raised with the help of his mother. mother I knew which, it. There's nothing worse. Yeah, and and it's a different life in the to be a Ukrainian no. and be raised in Ukraine is very different from being and raised it, in America. And is it he really because she had postpartum? Remember, she had to leave the show Nashville to go to the hospital, and she had it so, and her character had it. At but the does same. it does the story say is she okay with this? Or is it well? You know, I think that the insiders are saying that it's a sad situation. However, if you're reading some of the gossip about Hayden Panettiere, she's not. 
maybe in a place to where take, care, she, to of take care of her daughter in the way that a daughter should be taken care of. Now, I know that the Daily Mail is running some photographs of Hayden with a man outside of the Arc-like Theater in Hollywood. And just from looking at the photograph, she doesn't maybe look like she's living her best life right at the moment. Well, remember, it's the same guy that they were wasted leaving Craig's. Yeah. Now, this would be Brian Hickerson. Yeah, and she's been with him for a couple of months. Yeah. And apparently, a source tells Us Weekly that this is not a happy situation, uh, this new romance between the two of them. There's a lot of drama going on. But remember, she was involved in an incident, I think it was in North or South Carolina, with this guy and this guy's father, and they got into a fight. It's just, it's and not I'm worried good. about this guy, like, going being using after her. Hayden, yeah, using her and being after her money. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. we've never heard of him before. We don't know who he is. No, oh dear. no, it's Red a sad situation. Uh, let's go to something that's posted on the Lori and Julia show page, mytalk1071.com. Pretty Little Liars, The Perfectionist. This comes straight from Lori. What yes! is this? What is this? It's the Pretty Little Liars spinoff. Oh, the spinoff. The spinoff right. is coming. It'll be an ABC fan. When, what is the premiere date? It looks good. This is on March 20th. So this is based off of the book series, The Perfectionist, which is a book series by Pretty Little Liars author, author Sarah Shepard. Yes. And we are following Allie and Mona. Mona, they're two reoccurring from Pretty Little Liars. And they're moving to the mysterious city of Beacon Heights, Oregon, where they find themselves navigating a deadly mystery in which practically everyone they meet is a potential suspect. Just like what happened to them in their little town, who was a... Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lori. Uh, I love that Pretty Little Liars. That was a great show. Wednesday, March 20th. Now, is this guy, I assume this is going to be on Freeform again, yes, like Pretty Little is. Liars, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, something else that's posted on our website, it's uh, actress Vivian Lyra Blair. You might not know her name, but you would definitely recognize her. She's the little girl from the Netflix movie Bird Box. Oh. She has become the youngest ever PETA spokesperson. And Pope Francis also. Oops. Oh, the, nope. and, and the Pope. And well, the Pope. he has nothing to do with My this bad. story. My but, bad. <laughs> but Vivian, she says she's been a vegetarian since birth, and she likes edamame, asparagus, oh. and the tofu rice bowls from the Yuko Kitchen. That's so cute. Those kids were amazing in that movie when you think about the I acting that they seen had it. to do. Oh, oh, my gosh. Weren't they good? Yes. The children were, were good. They were really, really good uh, at being scared. I was scared a lot And getting yelled at by Sandra Bullock. And getting yelled at by Sandra Bullock. All right, what's <laughs> happening in the roads? It's a better no, situation you know, yesterday it's better than yesterday so let's enjoy the relative and then there was a scandal vintage scandal it was quite the scandal i am shocked at your behavior (laughs) okay so the grammy awards are going to be airing on cbs this sunday night that's right and it is the uh 61st grammy awards Mm. we've heard some shocking things about it today with Jennifer Lopez doing the Motown tribute, no! which we're all shocked about, but we're going to go back in time a little bit. Um, the Grammys have been on the There's air. There's got to be so many scandals, probably. Well, not every year, but not every year. There's some different things that happen, but um, just a little bit about some of the things. So you guys know when you're watching the Grammys, the Grammys only take um, music that is released. From the beginning, the annual year is like um, October 1st through September 1st. That's the thing that always confuses everybody else. Yeah, right. And so it's when not the, a calendar year. Right, it isn't a calendar year. So, yeah. for example, Cry Pretty, Carrie Underwood stuff is not included because she doesn't have any. She had some great songs in that, I thought. You know, her yeah. album. 
isn't included. So when the Grammys first started, it was May 4th, 1959. The very first Grammys, when they were um, done, they were done from the Beverly uh, Hilton Hotel in Beverly Hills. Oh, they've got that beautiful theater, yeah, that auditorium they kind did. of thing. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. And when they first Jeez. did it, they did like, they had TV cameras there, but it was a dinner and it was broadcast like within the dinner party, not on national television. Okay. The very first time the Grammys were broadcast on national television was in 1971. But the Grammys have had some years they've had hosts, some years they haven't had hosts, but just to take you back in time a little bit, mm-hmm. the first host, um, some of the first, I think the first host um, was this guy, Donnie, um, something Lutz, I already uh, erased it out from my mind, but Frank Sinatra hosted Frank Sinatra it. hosted the Grammys? The in 1963. Okay. And they cool. would go without, with, without, okay. with. In 1966, Jerry Lewis Andy Williams had a huge long run, 71 to 77. Whoa. John Denver, 78 and 79. Kenny Rogers got it for one year. So they were getting people at the peak of their peak. Yes, exactly. Kenny Rogers, 80. Paul Simon, 81. And then John... I can't imagine Paul Simon hosting. A little dull. Don't you think? Well, but maybe he was livelier then, (laughs) doing coke and being married to Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I don't know, but for many years... They were um, they were from the Beverly Hilton, and then they were um, the Hollywood Palladium, and then it was from um, the Shrine Auditorium for wow. many years, okay. Radio City Music Hall. So we saw it go back to New York a yeah, couple years ago, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's primarily in California, and this year it's going to be at the uh, Staples Center wow, in, big. in big, L.A. No, it's big. But then it went back to John Denver for three more years. You're kidding. No, in the 80s. I miss, I loved him. You know what? I I mean, I don't have any memory of him, like hosting that show or whatever, but just he was so genial. He was great on, he was on Johnny Carson a million times. He was a good, he was a good guest. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Billy Crystal did it for a year, 87. Gary Shandling. Oh, my gosh. 90, 91. Whoopi Goldberg hosted it. Then Gary Shanling did it again for a couple more years. Then Ellen did it a couple years. Uh, Kelsey Grammer in the peak. Kelsey freight. Grammer? What 1998? the hell? That doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. Was that the height of Cheers? Yes, or no. not Cheers, Frazier. Frazier. And then you had uh, Rosie O'Donnell, 1999 and 2000. Okay. Then John Stewart did it a couple years from Comedy Central. And then there was no one for years. Then Queen Latif did it in 05. Then there was no one from 06 to... 2011. And then LL, LL Cool J, J had it for five years. Yeah, he did. Uh, and then James Corden did it a couple oh, years. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. 17 and 18. And this year it's Alicia Keys, of course. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So there's a little bit of that. And as far as what goes on at the Grammys. Well, I mean, they had a scandalous last year, like when they didn't have any no, women. No women did. Yes, yes. But some of the big ones are some these, of the other like, scandals okay. are bigger than that. that. But first of all, the Grammys had their origin in a Hollywood Walk of Fame project in the 50s. The recording executives were um, chosen for a Walk of Fame committee, committee, and they worked on compiling a list of important recording people, and there's people behind the record, in front of the record, and right. then thinking behind the camera, in the studio, yeah, yeah. whatever, and how they would qualify, but they didn't have a banner to put them under. So they were trying to think of what they would come up with for a name. And they came up, the, it was the beginning of the National Academy of Recording Artists and Sciences, but they didn't have 
anything to call this award. And initially they were going to call it, um, uh, the working title was the Eddie to honor the inventor of the phonograph, Thomas Edison. But they settled on using the name of the inventor, Emil Berliner, the gramophone. Oh, gramophone. So that's. Which is why they get a gramophone. Like people are like, what is that little statue? Yeah. And the first year, you know, that was given out when it first started. (laughs) Um, Here's some of the scandal scandals. People probably have to explain what a gramophone is. Well, exactly. What is this? What is this statue of? (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you can believe it, that that was the turntable and that was the speaker. We don't even know what a gramophone is. It reminded me of, though, the label for RCA with the dog in front of the the gramophone. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Listening to his master's voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. There you go, Donnie, and we've seen it in My Fair Lady. Yeah. Um, okay, so here, here are a couple of them. Will Smith in 1989, going back. He got a Grammy? Um, he boy- boycotted the Grammys um, after learning that the award for the new category of Best Rap Performance would not be televised. Oh. So he both. That was, that was mm-hmm. okay, that was good. And now it's like, you know, that's what you would think... Why wouldn't they have had that? But yeah, well, 1989. Nine. Yeah. 1989, rap was big. In 1990, Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know You're it's so true. Hot. I, saw I still have this CD, I thinking know. it's going to be worth something someday. No. But they won the award for Best New Artist for their song. No, it's true. Yeah, what happened there? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> they weren't even really I singing. love you. Yeah. Eight months later, it was discovered the duo lip-synced to professional singers in their hit song, and they were the first ever artists to be stripped of their award, and they didn't want to do that. They were forced, they forced to do it by, by the, the manager. Re- by the their record, record company. company. Yep. The record that, company knew it. Yep. Arista Records. And yes. they didn't want to do it. But they did. And then the one ended up dying by suicide. Yes. Know, very sad um, story. Very. These guys were shamed. Is this when the best new artist thing was like considered a curse, or has it been considered a curse a long time? Because no, no, Christopher not, Cross got it so one year. Not so much anymore, I don't mm-hmm. think. At one time, it was kind of a joke. I mean, Well, it all depends on who wins. Right. But when the Starland vocal band won for Afternoon Delight, yeah. we didn't see a big career in their future. No, but you could mm-hmm. say that, I guess, about any of them. I mean, that's just like one of the rumors about the Grammys. Yeah, but you know, depending Maroon, Maroon on who. 5 won yeah. it. John Legend won okay, it. Okay, Maroon 5. Yeah. All right, just stop. <laughs> okay, and... That explains so much. The year <laughs> of the 2000 Grammys. Yeah. Uh, while presenting an award, here's who came out. Actor David Duchovny. Ooh. and. Jennifer Lopez, uh-huh. and he looked at his co-presenter, Jennifer Lopez, and said, well, Jennifer, this is the first time in five or six years that I'm sure that nobody is looking at me. Because oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. he was, yeah. of course, on what X-Files. was... files Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. In 2000... What a hot couple to present together. Totally. Mm-hmm. And she had that deep Versace, you know, that's when... Is that the year she wore yes, the Versace? Yes, and that was the year that Google started Google, Google Images. Images. Um, Eminem in 2001 performed with Elton John and he received outrageous backlash from the LGBT community for homophobic lyrics on his album. Uh, Eminem? Yep. Eminem got it. God, that and he is performed such a... with a gay man. Yeah. yeah. And what? Eminem performed his song Stan <laughs> and uh, people, they hugged it out on so stage. People, people have loved to be outraged yeah. for years. And then years Eminem and flipped off the audience. Yeah. Oh, nice. um, what a great moment. What a, what a great moment to remember. Like I, th- that seems like such an odd pairing. Yeah. Yeah. Even to begin with. But it that's, does. What, that's what maybe makes the Grammys 
the most fun award show to watch. You're right. And then in the year 2004, Andre 3000's costume sparked a massive backlash. What was it? Um, Andre 3000 closed the show with their famous song, Hey Yeah. But um, the song he we came out in a Native American-themed performance oh, featuring yeah. costumes that ended up offending Native Americans. Yeah, no, can't you can't that. do that. Then, in 2004, another thing, this is when Justin Timberlake Ugh. won for Crimea River, but listen okay. to the history. Okay. Is this the year that he begged Les Moonves, please let me present? Yes. Was that Super Bowl year? And then- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And through Janet under the bus? Yes. A week Hashtag after... never forget. Um, here's the deal. A statement from CBS and Timberlake said, um, said Timberlake's apologies... Apology on stage was a requirement for his participation in the broadcast. Uh, the network said Jackson declined the invitation to appear in apology. And so here, again, after he won... the bigger man right there, Miss Jackson? Yeah. Here, after mm-hmm. he won, he said, listen, I know it's it's been a rough week on everybody. What occurred was unintentional and completely regrettable. And I apologize if you guys were offended. That was it? Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, just then, <laughs> I that's when I revoked his man card. All right, stop it. Mm-hmm. Then in two thousand and nine, just if you want to know when the the scandalous, mm-hmm. you know, when that was rev- revoked, that was when. Fine. Okay. Um, then in two thousand and nine, the power couple of the time was Rihanna and Chris Brown. They attended the Clive Davis pre Grammy party, which is always the night before at the Beverly Hilton. And Brown assaulted Rihanna in their car, yeah. and they didn't show up. And yeah. then all that came out. Boy. But here's another one. We have to just play this last one. Okay, let's okay. Taylor Swift's duet with Stevie Nicks. This was in 2010. I remember. Listen this. to the, how bad it was. Listen to Taylor. Enough. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember there was, I think, Twitter was around there. that. She yeah. had a hard time doing it. She got a ton of negative criticism, but both of them played it cool and the show went on. Yeah. She got it together. So, anyway. Well, I mean, you know, anyone's voice would catch if you're singing with Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll that... talk about the Grammy bounce when we come back. Okay, let's do it. I like the scandal. We'll be right back. All right, uh, Julia, are you there? Julia? What, honey? I'm here. I'm going to bring you this is a special Grammy moment for you, Julia. Okay. I'm going to take you back to the evening of February 23rd, 1978. It's Ooh. Barbara Streisand, I think. You don't bring me oh. flowers. She entered from stage left. Oh, of course. He entered from stage right. From stage right. Oh, my God. The audience went insane. You hardly talk to me anymore. When I come through the door at the end of the day. Remember watching that? No, I don't remember, but I want to see this happen at the Oscars. I want Bradley as Jackson Maine to come. And then Gaga from the other side. And I want them to win that damn Oscar. I want Stars Born to win something. 
Quick story about this song. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, they had recorded that song separately on their own albums. And it was a disc jockey in Louisville, Kentucky, that came up with the idea. He spliced the two together as best he could. Yes. You're kidding. As best he could with the technology of 1978. He he mixed the two, came to the attention of Columbia Records, and they, they got those two in the studio. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, that's how so it, fun. That's how it happened. Donnie, I love your deep DJ B-sides. Yeah, I know. That's deep really cuts. good. That was that's a, a deep good, DJ a good, cut. That but is I remember a DJ at cut. the end of that song, she put her hand on his face and it was like, oh. oh. And, and she's so, always so, got the beautiful nails. Yes. And yes. she was so gorgeous. And she he, gorgeous, I bet, wore the yes. white suit and, and she wore the... He's oh. beautiful. Well, look up the picture right now. I already know the album yeah. cover. They're both No, but white. I mean at the Grammys. Oh, yeah. I can't because I'm working on another project. I know. Well, we've got... Let's focus on our show for a second, Easy for you to say. Uh, what do you mean easy, easy for me? Easy for you to say, See, darling. here's the thing that happens before you go on a vacation. All your friends hate you because they know you're going, and you're not going anywhere till March. So you just have a longer time, and so it's hard to... To hear I get you it. worry, oh no, what am I going to wear to get my spray tan? <laughs> Julia, I exfoliated with some special lotion last night. Lori's going to Hawaii. Yeah, I know. I know it. And, my and she's like so upset about the weather and stuff. I'm like, you yeah, can't even please. complain. I'm not. No, I'm just, I'm, listen, you get to be giddy before you go on a vacation. That's mm-hmm. part of the joy feel- of going on a vacation is you get to be giddy, but you have to be careful because people are sensitive. Really? They might not be going, really? going anywhere. I get it. I just and, have to get out of and here. Then it's my, been so long. It's been a week. My, it's been a week. I have to leave the country, Julia. I cannot handle the snow. My Listen. commute was eight minutes today. No, no, six. Oh, the horror. It's six. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> How can I put up with us? This is for I'm Lori. a grown Never woman. Complain. Lori, this well, is for you. Never complain. <laughs> I know. Never explain. I'm trying to. My friend from Tucson and her husband that are coming to stay at her house are very excited because they miss winter. You know what? I'm so happy we, that we at least have snow for We winter. did the they did this last year. They came up and stayed at our house. When and, you go out of town? Yeah, well, yeah to like awesome. just you know and they I'm like, we don't wanna spend nine days together, but they love a winter vacation right. and they just have their it's base. Awesome. Yeah. And then they're gonna like they're gonna do all this winter snow stuff, stuff and we have snow. And it's so perfect. I'm glad we have snow. So they're kind of happy, uh-huh. but I'm real happy that the white I'm going to be seeing is Sandy. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But don't worry, I'm not going to um, be bugged. Drowned? No, <laughs> not drowned. <laughs> She's going to come back. No, you know, here's last year, I remember what happened. I told Casey, I don't want to know anything that's happening in the world oh, unless something major happens in Hollywood or, or, or there's something in tragedy that I need to know about. Okay. And the only, I, this a year ago, uh, this weekend was the weekend, Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau. Got they divorced. did it the day before. Oh, I remember. Valentine's Day, they announced their breakup. Mm-hmm. It was the middle of the week in Casey. I'm reading that, you know, I'm on my beach chair and he goes... I know you said not to bother you with anything, but I really think you're going to want to know this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Justin Theroux and Jennifer Aniston have just broken up, and I threw down my book. And I mean, it was everything I could do not to figure out the time so I could call you. I said, I yep. can't believe I'm missing yep. this. I can't believe it. We're not surprised. And he goes, well, he goes, so that was the right call to tell you that. No, I, I love it.
I could I tell go, you that. I go, yeah, it was mm-hmm. the right call to do tell me Do we have a that. favorite headline today? Uh, yes, we do. If if while you're looking for it, yeah, yeah. okay, I really don't. Have I knew one. I knew you didn't. I've been but forgetting. I really I, have been on um, a daydream mode. Daydream mode. Yeah, and but here's the thing. But you're committed to delivering 100 percent on the show for sure. <laughs> ah, I am. Sister. Yeah, my favorite Woo! headline today was uh, it was both of ours was Steve Patterson uh, oh! having another all star appearance on uh, Kelly and Ryan's show. As far as I'm concerned, Ryan can leave the show and oh. they can just hire Steve Patterson. Whoa, whoa. We don't want him to leave, but uh, I'm telling you, he's got so much more personality than Ryan. Ryan is so desperate. He's now grown in that beard because he's I read the research. No, his face is so skinny. These two no, don't they've eat. read the. He's read the research. He'll be more relatable. Remember, men are more attractive if they grow a beard. I know. And someone told him that probably his twenty-six-year-old girlfriend. He was telling who a read cute it story on Buzzfeed. Today. I know. He actually told the cute story today. He's about getting better. It was a DJ, and he lived across the bridge in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, no, I listened to it. He was stalling because he right, didn't fine. want Steve to come on. All right. He because <laughs> he knows that Kelly's Let got me... a serious crush. Like when Steve was running up the icy hill and he goes, oh. enjoy the view. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, she flipped her hair. We will. She loves him. And I just about die that he refers to himself as a middle-aged man. Steve? Yeah. Yes, he oh, needs, give me a break. He needs to be age delusional like we are. <laughs> we're not age delusional. We, we, we are... do not acknowledge time, but we're age delusional. It depends on, you know, sometimes my body feels old than I am, but my mind always feels younger than I am. Well, 100%. Well, there's yes. a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm 27 on the inside, people. By the way, Julia, Barbara yep. Streisand did not wear white at the Grammy. She no. wore, it was a gray... No, you got to post that photo. I'm only talking about the album album cover oh, okay. of I Guilty. I was talking the about no. the, she wore she a gray was. dress at the Grammys? No, it was gray pantsuit. Oh, she's okay. a pantsuit.